You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Wednesday, folks. It's time for Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for listening and making us your first listen each and every day, a Wednesday, May 18th, and a Thursday, May 19th. Matt Derry with you. Thank you for listening and joining us here on the program. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. Been here six-plus years now doing Locked On Lions. You guys know me. Been on the Detroit radio scene for over 20, uh, 25 years, and Bringing you opinions, good guests. If you missed Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl and ESPN yesterday, he was tremendous. And uh, part of the conversation I have with Jim I want to focus on today and play you an audio clip of something he had to say at the end of the podcast yesterday. We'll do that coming up on the show. Also, you guys know how much I love pro football, fo- uh, pro football focus. PFF are like my favorite people. I'm on PFF all the time. I got a subscription. I'm buddies with David. He hooks me up with some of their... They're regulars, and they're analysts and experts for the show. But PFF did something that ticked me off today. They ranked the top 25 players under 25, and there's no Lions. They left one Lion off that should have been on that list. We'll tell you who that is coming up momentarily on the show as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also... Check us out on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Great conversation with Jim Nagy yesterday. If you missed it, please go back and listen. Um, and like I said before, we appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day on the show. All right. You know, we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. There are two schools of thought when you're sitting here thinking about the 2022 Lions. Number one, people are getting over-the-top optimistic. Like Mina Kimes on ESPN. I think she's fine. She does a nice job. I don't love her. I don't really know her that well. I don't watch a lot of those daytime shows on the four-letter network to sit here and go, oh, I got to tune in at 3 in the afternoon to watch NFL Live or uh, the, you know, the Tony Reale show or whatever those are with Mina Kimes. But she said the other day, oh, my gosh, I love what the Lions have done this offseason. I'm afraid they're going to win too many games this year. Wait, wait, wait what? Excuse me? You're afraid they're going to win too many games this year? When has anybody ever said that about our Detroit Lions winning too many games? This is a team that last year they fought, they scratched and clawed, but they won three football games. <laughs> In the inferior conference, okay? The AFC is loaded. Loaded. I know the NFC had the Super Bowl champion, your Detroit Rams. But, like, hold on a second here. The AFC is, like, really good. The NFC, eh. The NFC had a couple of playoff teams last year in, what, the Eagles? And who was the other one that snuck in at the end? It wasn't the Vikings, but it'll come to me. Like, they weren't even deserving. Although Philadelphia added James Bradbury today, the cornerback. Bradbury on one side and Darius Slay. Oh, big play, Slay. Um, that's pretty good. And the Eagles will be in here for the opener uh, September, what, 9th or whatever it is? Anyway, 
I digress. People are on board with the Lions. They love the Lions. They love Dan Campbell. And I'm going to play this audio clip of Jim Nagy in a second. Or there are those in the camp of, yeah, I'm not getting sucked in. I won't get sucked in. I refuse to get sucked in. I'm not, N-O-T in all caps, going to get too excited about this football team. I talk to fans all the time. Some are like, oh, yeah, Lions are back. And then others are like, yeah, no. Jared Goff, no. Like, I'm not going to get sucked in yet. I like the direction they're going, but no. They're going to still win only six games and they'll lose 11 and all these things. But yesterday... Jim Nagy, who knows these draft picks as well as anybody, he interviewed them. He picked them to go to the Senior Bowl. Not all of them, but some of them. And he also does draft analyst work for ESPN. He has been in front offices. He worked for the Patriots. You know, all of these things. Seahawks, Jim has been a scout. Jim knows the game. He's the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl. That's a big deal. He took over for Phil Savage, who was once the general manager of the Cleveland Browns. He knows talent. I want you to take a listen to something that Jim said yesterday on this show. When I asked him at the end of the show about, hey, what about the direction of the team and what do you think is going to happen this season? Just take a listen to Jim Nagy from yesterday, and then we will uh, talk about it here on Locked on Lions. Yeah, I think you, you, what you're really banking on some of these young guys to develop, right? I mean, there's some there's some second year guys, third year guys that if they take that next step forward, you know, they could they could surprise some people. They to me, there'd be a team you might not want to play. Um, you look offensively, uh, the offensive line is solid. That's a good. That's you know uh, one area that that the previous regime did a good job with. You got Decker and. Uh, Jonah Jackson, Ragnow, Penny Sewell. I mean, that's that's a really solid group right there. And then at the wide receiver spot, I mean, bringing in Chark and JMO at wide out to pair with uh, St. Brown. I mean, that's that's three good ones right there. You got Hawkinson, a Pro Bowl guy at tight end, and, and Swift at running back. Nets. you got plenty in offense. And I think on defense, if guys like uh, Levi on on words, Zarike, uh, even though I've said that like a million times, man, I, still can't, I, I can't spit it out clean. You know, Levi was, Levi was in the senior bowl a year ago, uh, but got, you know, guys like him, um, uh, if you Melifonwu, another, another senior bowl guy, but uh, if those guys, you know, make that jump, bring, getting Jeff Akuda back will be big. I mean, there's some good players in that secondary. You saw what uh, Awarie did last year, and, and I know they're talking contract extension with Imani, uh, but like him, Melifonwu, Akuda, um, even like Mike Hughes. You know, Mike Hughes was a first round pick for a reason. That guy's got talent. Um, so there's there's some good cover players. Derek Barnes makes a step forward in year two. Of, of you, know, you, you know how much I like Derek Barnes yep. a year ago. So, yep. um, you know, Aleem McNeil. I mean, there's just Aiden Hutchinson, Josh Pascal. There's a, there's a lot of good young talent on that defense. It's just how quickly they can all bring it together. All right, that was Jim Nagy from yesterday, and you can listen to the whole interview. Just go back and find it wherever you get your podcast, LockedOnLions.com, et cetera. Did you hear what Jim Nagy just said? Two things. Number one, the Lions are, quote, a team you might not want to play, end quote. Tell me the last time anybody who had knowledge of the National Football League, immense knowledge like Jim, has ever said the Lions are a team you might not want to play. <laughs> you got to go way back. What, like 2015? 
when the Lions were playing the Cowboys in the playoffs, and there were some people that said they're dangerous. They can win that game, and they probably should have won that game. Now, did they win it? No. Did Stafford do nothing in the second half? Correct. Did the defense choke and allow Romo to come down the field two of the last three possessions? Absolutely. Did the refs screw us on the Brandon Pettigrew play? Of course. But the Lions are a team you might not want to play, says Jim Nagy. That was number one. That's just something that you just never hear. You just never hear. That was surprising to me because it's still a rebuild. It's still year two. It's still a head coach that, other than a fill-in season as an interim head coach with the Dolphins, and one season at the helm of the Lions, still has a losing record, still at times last year didn't know how to manage a game, refused to take Jared Goff out of the Pittsburgh game when he couldn't throw the ball five feet, All right, went for it like on every fourth down recklessly. All right, There's still those things in play here. But a team you might not want to play. I, I, I can't remember the last time I heard that. Another thing Jim Nagy said I want to highlight coming up after this. Built Bar, folks, I've been pushing this for the last couple of weeks, and I'm going to continue to do it. If you've not had the birthday cake puffs from Built Bar, you are missing out. All right? They mailed them to me last week so I could try them. I got an entire box upstairs, and I could probably eat the whole box right now. If you haven't had Built Puffs, there are these marshmallowy, deliciously flavored treats covered in 100% real chocolate. It's a chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. And they're amazing. And now they got birthday cake puffs, which is white chocolate sprinkles. It's like biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake. Who doesn't like that? Enrobed, as they wrote on the script. Enrobed in 100% white chocolate. And, of course, the sprinkles. You can't beat that. It's only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar. This limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. you got to try these Built Puffs, folks. Unbelievably good. They're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Go to Built.com and get your birthday cake puffs now. they got the brownie batter ones, too. Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D-15, for 15% off at Built.com. All right, so Jim Nagy said the Lions might be a team that you might not want to play this year if you're the opposition. That's something that is surprising, and certainly with the schedule being a lot easier this year than it was last year. Um, not ready to go as far as Jim, but I am optimistic that things will be better. Did you also notice something that Jim said just now? He named 18 players, 18 players that he highlighted on this roster that he likes. Off the top of his head, Decker, Jackson, Ragnow, Sewell across the offensive line, Chark, J-Mo, as he calls him, Jamison Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, Hawkinson, Swift on the offensive side. On defense, he talked about Onzerike, Aleem McNeil, Josh Pascal, 
Hutchinson, Melifonwu, Okuda, Oruwarie, Hughes, and Barnes. Young players, second, third-year guys, not all of them, like Decker's older, but you know what I mean, that an expert feels is talented enough to take the next step and be high-impact players on this team. 18 players he named off the top of his head. Didn't even name Romeo Aquara. Didn't even name Michael Brockers. Didn't even name Tracy Walker. All right? Now, again, he was you know, specifying second and third year in young guys. But you have to ask the question. If Brad Holmes has accumulated some talent, and Jim Nagy worked for Bob Quinn, or worked with Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia in New England. By the way, did anybody see this news? Matt Patricia is going to be helping the offensive linemen this year. Like People were like, this was a big story in Boston, how Joe Judge and Matt Patricia's job status and their job um, their job descriptions have finally been like revealed. Judge, the former Giants coach, is going to be the quarterback's coach of the Patriots, and Patricia is going to assist with the offensive line. It's like, a, it's like this big deal. You know, just when you think like the Patriots are just the best and always been the biggest and the brightest, and Belichick, you could argue, is the GOAT. Then they, then they do this stuff with Matt Patricia, who, again, was an unmitigated disaster here. I digress. So Jim worked with those guys in New England. So he said, hey, give them credit. They did help build this offensive line. Of course, Decker, Jackson, and Ragnow were all Bob Quinn draftees. Actually, was Taylor Decker drafted by, I think that was Quinn's first draft pick. Okay, fine. But yes, the offensive line is going to be good. You got a decent running back room. You do have a very good tight end. Your receiving core is much better looking than it was a year ago. And then defensively, yes, a lot of young talent. The question is, can they play? Can they get stops? Can they play together? Can they stay on the field? You know, I mentioned Jeffrey Okuda. The guy never plays. He mentioned the rookies and Hutch, uh, Hutch and uh, and Josh Pascal. I mean, do we know those guys are going to be locks to be good? You never know. You know, Onzerike, Jim likes him, but he was terrible last year. Now, again, the Lions have said injuries were a big issue, and he played all year hurt, so we'll see. But he named 18 players there. Are the Lions accumulating some real talent here? Then the pressure is going to be on Dan Campbell. Can you coach that talent? There's plenty of teams that have talent on paper, you know? There were teams last year you went, oh, my gosh, the Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson, this guy, that Alvin Cook, what an offense. Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith, uh, 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 Daniil Hunter, pro bowler after pro bowler. The Vikings sucked. They weren't any good. Every year we hear about the talent that Dallas has. You know, they don't ever win. Yeah, They may, they may win the, a bad division. But then they get in the playoffs and they gag, right? Packers, same thing. Packers won a lot of regular season games, and they're chock full of talent. They just gave Jair Alexander four years and $90 million. The guy's an excellent corner. Then they win the division, but they have issues getting past the first round every year. Here are the Lions. It's just we're not used to hearing this. Jim Nagy's blowing through talent. Talking about 
He named 18 players. I didn't say, hey, give me your nine guys. On I, I just said, what do you think of the team? He's rattling off all these names. What if Okuda comes back healthy? Oruwari plays like he did last year. Melifonwu becomes a really good, you know, third or fourth corner. Mike Hughes is a veteran that can help. Like, oh my gosh, an actual secondary. Cover corners. And then you get a little bit of a pass rush. And Aaron Glenn, everybody loves. Jury's still out as far as, our, as, far as I'm concerned. I still hated the prevent defense that he played that cost him, um, i trying to remember which game it was, at the start of the year at home. Lions had come back and had this game won. Minnesota game on the road. They let him come right down the field. That's the game I was thinking of. Lost a couple of games on last-second kicks. I digress. It's just something we're not used to seeing and hearing, like from a guy like Jim Nagy. All right, we know Panay Sewell is talented. He was left off a list today, and I have a bone to pick with my friends at PFF. We'll do that coming up next. Locked on Lions, of course, are brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, our friends at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. You got the NBA playoffs tonight to game one, I believe, of the uh, Warriors and Mavericks. Want to bet on the game? Go to betonline.ag and place a bet. I got a, bu- a bunch of different uh, things to do there. Head to the website today, betonline.ag or betonline.net, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online, it's where the game starts. All right, so our buddy Trevor Sykema, who used to host, I believe, Lockdown Bucks, and, and he did a bunch of stuff here on the network, uh, writes for PFF right now at pff.com. He ranked the 25 players under the age of 25, the top 25 players under 25, entering this season. Nick Bosa was number one. I mean, how can you argue that? He's one of the, um, you know, one of the better players in the league. Great pass rusher, everything else. 15 and a half sacks last year, the whole deal. Justin Herbert, number two of the Chargers. You know, this guy's got MVP caliber stuff as a quarterback. Jonathan Taylor, running back of the Colts. Tristan Wirfs, one of the best offensive linemen in the league from the Bucs. And Justin Jefferson, top five. I mean, Micah Parsons, number six. These are legit star players. Jamar Chase, number seven. The list looks good. All right, it looks real good. Then I'm kind of scrolling through Rashawn Slater at number 14 of the Chargers. Uh, his PFF grade was higher than uh, Panay Sewell, and um, I believe he made the Pro Bowl last year um, as a rookie. Rashawn Slater's really good. That's number 14. Brian Burns of the Carolina Panthers, very, very good player. First three seasons, he's recorded seven and a half, nine, and nine sacks. Really good player. Creed Humphrey, the center for the Chiefs, graded out amazingly well last year. I'm like, all right, I'm scrolling some more. Where's Panay Sewell? Antoine Winfield of the Bucks, 18. T. Higgins of the Bengals. Eh, good player, but I don't know. Is he better than Sewell? Patrick Sertan, 
Broncos, really good rookie year. Trevor Lawrence last year, um, 12 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. Quinn and Williams of the Jets, there are some in New York that feel he's underachieved. He's had three years in the league, and he's had 15 and a half sacks total in three years. Devin White, I love Devin White of the Bucks. Kyle Pitts and Trayvon Diggs round out the top 25. No Panay Sewell? Honorable mentions who missed out on the list. Javon Holland, Trey Smith, Tremaine Edmonds, Michael Onwenu, Jeremy Chin, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Darnell Mooney, and Panay Sewell. This from Trevor Sykema. I think Panay Sewell is one of the top 25 guys under 25. I would put him ahead of Quinn Williams. I would not put him ahead of Devin White. I would put him ahead of Trevor Lawrence. He's right there with T. Higgins and Winfield. C.D. Lamb's on the list. Chase Young's really good. Really good. But I think Panay Sewell is one of those guys. Especially when he received a pretty high grade this past season from pro football focus. A little bit disappointing. But again, he plays on the Lions, and we don't get a fair shake here. And the organization's been horrible forever. Honorable mention, fine. I thought he should have made the list. All right, we're back again tomorrow. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day right here on Locked on Lions. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. We'll talk tomorrow.